Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Monday morning. How you been, sir? How about you? That's the question. You're the one on vacation. Well, I just uh, <laughs> had to actually burn them or lose them, so I had to use them. And uh, good, good time. Nice, uh, nice stay, staycation, if you will. Sleeping in till 7 p.m. or 7 a.m. Ooh, doggy. Ain't nothing wrong with sleeping till 7 yeah, p.m. either. I know, especially <laughs> when we usually get up. But I will say, uh, um, it was nice. Nice to be home. Nice to get some of the stuff that you just let go because life's too busy and it's all show. And obviously watched a ton of football. Of so let's uh, reverse this. Uh, I don't want to get into the Chiefs just yet. But going into this weekend, obviously, we were kind of down because we lost the Lions on Thursday by one. But then after yesterday, uh, there were some pri- some surprises. Let's first off start with those Cincinnati Bengals. How about that? Cincinnati Ooh. going into Cleveland and losing to the Browns and losing decisively, and <laughs> not even scoring a touchdown. One of the and this is with Jeff Burrows, the wealthiest player in pro football. Uh, I got a kick out of one of the Bengals players. He said, "We just lost to the Elves." <laughs> what an insult to Cleveland. Anyway, the Browns are not all that bad, but to lose to them, uh, it, even though it was Cleveland's home opener, it just that doesn't make any sense. But another one that does help is the Chargers. Don't sell the Miami Dolphins short. They're they're a good football team, but I really think the Chargers have a better team. But they didn't win yesterday. Miami beat them, and then the Raiders going into Denver and knocking off the Denver Broncos. I really felt like Denver. And I still do. I think Denver's going to be a much better team from what they have been, but they weren't yesterday. 17-16, the Raiders beat them, and hey, that helps out the Chiefs immensely. So it wasn't all that bad a weekend. No, it was not that bad of a weekend. But again, if you play fantasy football and you went with a bunch of players that you thought were going to score you a bunch of points yesterday, you probably got screwed, just like a lot of us, because it didn't work out that way. But uh, you know what? This will be the only time in the regular season, hopefully, that the Vegas Raiders are number one in the AFC West, but that is the way it is right now because all the other teams in the AFC West lost. Uh, as of right now, the Chiefs have any sideline players minus Chris Jones on the uh, on the list for this upcoming Sunday in Jacksonville. The Chiefs will put Travis Kelsey through another workout today and then another one tomorrow to be definitive, but it's fully expected that he will play a deep bone bruise, which is really uh, in a, a hyperextension of the knee. It's uh, auxiliary of that, so to speak, but he hyperextended the knee and then did have that bone bruise in there, and that's, that's painful, and the, I think the Chiefs did the right thing by keeping him out of the lineup. He will be and should be effective now for the rest of the season, barring any kind of other mishap, but the fact remains that Kelsey not being in there probably did affect the Chiefs to some extent, and so did Jones' absence, although with Jones out of there, the Chiefs have worked around him all fall camp. So there was probably a, a method in place to replace him. But he was there at the game. Still no no sign that he's going to sign anytime soon. I, I don't know. I, this is just a mess. And uh, more power to him. What, what he wants, I guess he's going to get. And the Chiefs are playing hardball with him. I don't think it's worth that kind of money. And... You know, I've been asked it a thousand times. I thought against the Lions, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I thought the best-looking thing part of the Kansas City Chiefs was the defense that night. Defense played well. I thought they did play well. And Detroit the, is a pretty doggone good they, football team. Uh, Don't sell them short. Hell they no. Arguably one of the best offensive lines in the league. They have 
arguably one of the best up and coming running backs in the league, in my opinion. He is a stud, yeah, and we held him. From Georgia Tech, yeah, he is a really good player. You know, he's interesting character. Uh, he started his career at Alabama and then could not make the starting backfield there, so he transferred to Georgia Tech, had a big year, big three years, and uh, now with the with the Detroit Lions, and he's going to be a... I think he's going to have a few good years. you watching him, especially in the fantasy football world. All right, so uh, we do have a, uh, a marquee game tonight for Monday Night Football, and that's the uh, Jets and Giants, my man. <laughs> Second consecutive night game now at MetLife Stadium in actually New Jersey. They're across the Hudson River in Jersey. But this one is the uh, Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets tonight. Aaron Rodgers makes his debut in the Big Apple. Hopefully for his team and for Jets fans and Giants fans for that matter, that the game goes a whole lot better than last night's did because the Dallas Cowboys went in there and absolutely embarrassed the New York Giants 40 to nothing. This was this is a shutout, folks. A shutout that doesn't happen in the NFL, but it did in this game. 40 to nothing. The New York Giants totally blanked for the Dallas Cowboys, and that's not very good. See if they have a big house tonight for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure they will. I think it's going to be a big, big house, but some of those promo photos and videos they were playing last night during the Sunday night game for tonight's game, little, I don't want to make it a big deal because it's not like I need to say anything, but he's looking a little older. He's long, not long, Looking a little long in well, the tooth. Hey, let me tell you something. From personal experience, it does happen. It does happen <laughs> to everyone. Yes, you are right about that. Last but not least, uh, how about that U.S. Open? Did you have a good time watching that? I did, and this was great tennis. Absolutely great, and we did get an American champion for a change of the U.S. Open, Coco Golf. Defeated Irina Sabalenka in the women's championship. That was on Saturday. And then in the men, you knew Novak Djokovic was going to have his way. He was not facing Carlos Alcaraz, the number one player in the world, who got knocked out of it by the guy Djokovic did play, uh, Daniel Medvedev, who's a fine player, not as flashy, but a really good, solid player. But Djokovic took him out in straight sets, although that second set was a tiebreaker. Nonetheless, Straight set victory for Djokovic. Djokovic and Coco Golf were the champions at the Flushing Meadow. Me and a buddy went down to Nashville to see a concert Saturday at the Brooklyn Bowl, which if you ever in Nashville, Tennessee, I would strongly suggest going to that venue because it's amazing. You get to watch a concert, and they've got a bowling alley surrounding the stage. You can literally rent a lane for the entire show, <laughs> bowl with your buddy, watch a concert. But, oh, guess what? It's also built into the complex where the minor league team, the Nashville Sounds. Sounds play. And while they were in there that night, the Memphis Redbirds were in town. So I got to watch part of that game, see a show. It was a great time. I had a good time. That is. Now, see, that's your ultimate concert right there. Get got to, the music. Got the baseball. Got to do some bowling. Got to do some drinking. <laughs> went wait, to Dino's. Wait, wait a minute. Was drinking involved? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, yeah, we had a good time. And... Uh, <laughs> Partying with a bunch of kids from Vanderbilt, that was a lot of fun. Anyway, um, yeah, that that was a lot. That was a really cool thing to see. Um, I so it was nice to have a, a, a night of baseball because we kept my buddy and I kept talking about how it's just kind of been a down year for us here in Missouri. It's just been like, uh, okay, baseball, yay. Really, other than the Springfield Cardinals, there hadn't been a whole lot to cheer for. Springfield Cardinals are to cheer for though. They're playing well. Yes, they are. They're really playing well. But St. Louis and Kansas City. They're your ultimate teams. The Cardinals did lose yesterday 7-1 to to the Cincinnati Reds. We're going for a sweep. Cardinals were going for a three-game sweep. Didn't get it. Now tonight they begin a three-game series with 
the team with the second best record in Major League Baseball, the Baltimore Orioles in Baltimore. But you say that, and are the Cardinals quaking in fear? Hardly, because they took two out of three from the team with the best record, and that's the Atlanta Braves, and that was last week. So, hey, they'll get in there, they'll, they'll play baseball, that's what it's all about. But, of course, the Cardinals are well out of the running now, but the Baltimore Orioles are not, and many are considering them to be a World Series contender, which should be pretty doggone good. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said. Yeah, that's, that, like you said, it's it's baseball. It's part of the fabric. Yeah. I didn't mention the Kansas City Royals. They fell to the Toronto Blue Jays, who are also in the playoff hunt. But here in town, the Springfield Cardinals are playing magic baseball. Ahead, they lost their game yesterday, or seemingly so. Tied it in the ninth, won it in the tenth, their eighth straight win. That's eight straight wins, and they are now one game in front in the race for a playoff berth. Six games remaining beginning tomorrow night in uh, San Antonio. They'll play the, Sp- the uh, San Antonio, almost called the Spurs. Yeah. San Antonio Missions in uh, six games, and it still could go, you know, go awry. You never can tell what might happen. But the Cardinals have a one-game lead over Wichita, the wind surge. They are playing their final six games. And then the playoffs would begin if Springfield makes it on the 19th of September with one game here and two if two are yeah, game series. They're all three games. Mm-hmm. All the championship games are three games. Three-game series. But, hey, let's go Cards. I'd love to see them make it uh, back to the playoffs. It's been a minute. Um, we had uh, college football action on Saturday. Some pretty good games there as well. By the way, how you doing so far in your... Uh... I'm glad you mentioned that. That's going to be another long fall for me if this since, is the way... Since you mentioned it, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long, long fall for Mike dealing with the ups and downs oh, of the college God. football season. It is awful. <laughs> anyway, let's talk a little bit about the Bears. Fell behind 24-7 to Tennessee Martin. Tennessee Martin's a good team. But the Bears came back, tied the game, had a chance to win... Did not do so in the final minute and a half. Tennessee Martin scored the winning touchdown, 38-31. So the Bears, who are headed into a bye week next weekend, their bye week comes very early this year, are 0-2, have one more non-conference game remaining, and that'll be their home opener on the 23rd against Utah Tech. Utah Tech? Who in the world is that? Well, they used to call themselves Dixie State. And had to mm. politically change their name last year, so they're Utah Tech now. Anyway, beside that, then, then the Bears get into conference play, and conference play will be very tough indeed. But the Bears do have, in my opinion, a representative team. Southwest Baptist up in Bolivar lost their game, played Black Hill State from Rapid City, South Dakota, 39-35 in Bolivar. Uh, and the Black Hill State team won the game. Evangel is undefeated. Evangel mm, played here, uh, actually played in Nixa over the weekend and defeated Sterling College 55 to nothing. This is a new league that Evangel's in now, the Kansas uh, Athletic Conference. KCAC is what the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference is what they call them. New conference for them, and right now, Evangel's Valor has not lost. Let's go, baby. Uh, we're also on the playoffs for NASCAR, correct? It, we are indeed. We got the win yesterday. This is race number two in the first three games of the way the playoffs. After this, the field will be cut. Tyler Reddick won it. They raced up in Kansas City at the Kansas City Speedway. The Kansas City race on the NASCAR circuit is always scheduled opposite the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, 
get this now. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl, so when the NASCAR folks put their schedule together, well, if they won the Super Bowl, that means that they would probably play on Thursday night. Now, keep in mind, that's not a rule. It is a courtesy to the Super Bowl champions, but you know pretty well that's what's going to happen. So that's why they scheduled the race on a Sunday in September, knowing the Chiefs would not be playing, not because they're not away, they were, but uh, in fact because it was a Thursday night game. And uh, there are a lot smarter people oh, yes. working there than us. <laughs> you have a great day, and it's good to be back with you, sir.